Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Asia-Pacific stocks are trading higher this morning. And this comes against the backdrop of you know, overnight on Wall Street where stocks finished much higher as strong results from meta platforms and other tech-related names boosted its shares. So the Dow Jones Industrial Average advanced 1.6% to close off at 33,826. The Nasdaq Composite jumped about 2.4% to finish off at 12,142. While the S&P 500 climbed close to 2% to end off at 4,000. 135. This actually marks the best day since January for the Dow and S&P 500 and since March for the Nasdaq. So joining us this morning to break down the latest market actions is Ryan Huang. Good morning, Ryan. How's your Friday? Good morning, Dan. Can't wait to get out of here. All right. Okay. <laughs> very, very optimistic. But yes, let's first turn our attention over to the US where we're seeing the US GDP data which was released last night showing growth in the US slowed considerably during the first three months of the year. And that's as interest rate increases and inflation took hold of you know, the economy that's largely expected to decelerate even further ahead. Ryan, walk us through the numbers. All right. Let's take a look at those GDP numbers. I'm just joking just now. So let's okay. take a look at the GDP for the first three months of the year. And bear in mind, this is a period, the first quarter where we saw interest rate increases, mm. such as inflation pretty much become, becoming a bigger worry. And this is now seeing a 1.1% annualized pace in the first quarter. So mm-hmm. that is below the expectations from economists who were expecting growth of 2%. So a couple of things you can read into this. First is the fourth quarter was 2.6%. And then this is just starting to slow down quite a bit. And you've got that question now being asked, uh, is this a sign that the consumer strength in the US is starting to wane? Hmm. But if you look at the PCE, the Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index, that's an inflation measure that the Federal Reserve closely watches, it was up. 4.2%, and that is ahead of the 3.7% estimate. So on that front, uh, it is a sign that inflation is still ticking higher and mm. people are still willing to spend even though we are seeing higher prices. So that inflation concern or narrative continues to be pushed on that front. And this just lends more support for another interest rate hike from the Fed next week. Plus, maybe for rates to stay long, stay higher for longer. Right, that's very interesting, yes. And it's like what you've mentioned, the PCE price index, and that's an inflation measure that they follow closely as well, it increased 4.2%. So this is something that we will have to watch out closely for, as well as the... Fed latest policy decision that will be announced next week. Now, let's dive into the details and the latest market movements that happen overnight. And one company that's making dramatic moves is Amazon. Shares in Amazon lead last night after the online retailer reported that it made a lot more money than expected in the first quarter of this year. You know, they reported a profit of 3.2 billion US dollars in sales that climbed 9% in the quarter. So, what is driving Amazon's stronger than expected performance, Ryan? Yeah, so... Amazon shares are up in response and that net income you just mentioned is about a billion dollars more than what analysts were expecting. Wow. So a pretty good showing 
And this is um, just seeing some strength coming through from cloud services and advertising units, plus some of the cost-cutting measures that we've been seeing, the tech layoffs, for example, are starting to pay off. So that all contributes to the net profit going up. Mm. So better than expected sales, leading to better profits. Right, but I mean, apparently things took a dramatic turn after Amazon announced that its growth in computing division is slowing down. So, you know, the shares which had initially jumped as much as 12% in extended trading, they gave up those gains after the comments and actually fell 2%. So why exactly is this overshadowing Amazon's positive quarterly results, right? Yeah, so even though it beat expectations, it is slowing down. So you've got growth rates in April for Amazon Web Services. That's about five percentage points lower than in the first quarter. So if you try to imagine what might be coming through in the next few quarters, maybe things could slow down. Of course, that would mean revenues for Amazon might be weaker. Mm. And that has been in the headlines for the past few weeks and months, how companies are starting to be more cautious about IT spending, the device demand slump and much more. It's going to be an overhang for many of these cloud companies. Right, yes, certainly some concerning times as well. But now let's turn over to social media app Snap, which saw its shares drop by as much as 20% as the company reported first quarter results that missed analysts' expectations on the revenue. You know, like their rivals, Facebook and Google, Snap continues to operate in a very difficult online ad market. But why wasn't it able to surprise investors with an upbeat first quarter results like the two big brands? Yeah, let me ask you a question then. Do you mm. use Snapchat? I do actually sometimes because uh, the filters are quite entertaining. Do you think? Okay, you are among my friends a rare breed. Most of my friends don't use Snapchat. Okay. And that's, <laughs> I think, being reflected by the global daily active users. That is at 383 million. Analysts are expecting 384 million. Mm. And in terms of monetizing these revenue, these are users for revenue, that is down as well. So revenue for Snap is at 989 million, mm. which is below the 1.01 billion expected. So average revenue per user or APU is at 258. So it is lower than expectations. So not something that investors like, and I think investors just pricing it in that Snap is unable to make as much money as they hope. Yes, and uh, it's like what you've mentioned, you know, they don't have as much or big presence around the world. So this might make it difficult for them to manage and the difficult digital ad sector more smoothly like the two rivals that we've been comparing. So on the same note, Pinterest is also under pressure with its shares dropping about 7% overnight. And while revenue came in better than expected, average revenue per user actually declined on a quarterly basis here, dropping just about 1%. But here's the catch. Pinterest announced that they will be having a multi-year strategic ad partnership with Amazon that is aimed at bringing more brands and relevant products to its platform. And this deal will actually make the e-commerce giant Pinterest first partner on third-party ads. So tell us more about this partnership and would that be enough to address its uh, advertising woes? Yeah, I guess anything is going to be helpful in this tough advertising space right now. So it's a multi-year strategic ad partnership Amazon is meant to bring more brands and relevant products to the platform. Mm. And this new deal will then make e-commerce giant Pinterest's first partner on third-party 
at. So yeah. it's what they say, going to be possibly seeing new things or newer things like videos on the Pinterest platform because it's been an image pinboard for a long time. So yep. they're trying to explore how to shake things up. And with Amazon on board, it gives a bit more, I guess, room to try new things. Yeah, and given Amazon's huge name across the world globally, I believe that this might actually help them to scale efforts in more meaningful ways as well. Do you still use Pinterest, Ryan? Yeah, especially if you have big events in your life, like a moving house or a wedding, right? You've got to uh. compile a lot of different ideas. Pinterest is quite handy in compiling and sharing these ideas. It's a bit like Tumblr, don't you think? It is, and then I think that's a challenge, right? How do you monetize it? Because mm. when it comes to advertising on Pinterest, it's been quite static. So if you have things like videos, mm-hmm. then you can have pre-rolls. Um, I think with Amazon's expertise, maybe they can explore new advertising opportunities. Mm, certainly some interesting things to look at in the future. Now, we're going to play a game of up or down. And if you're regular, you would be familiar with this game. I'll pick a stock or a topic and you'll guess whether it's going to be an up or a down. Ryan, Friday's edition, are you ready? No. No? All right. All right, all right, let's go. Come on, let's go. All right, the first on the list, we've got Cloudflare. All right, let's start Cloudflare. It's going to be a down for me. And this is after Cloudflare you know, reported some disappointing numbers on its first quarter results. So it missed the top line and is also revising downwards its full year outlook. Mm, yes, this is definitely going to be a down for me as well. You know, despite the bottom line beat, investors apparently they reacted to the commentary from Cloudflare chief financial officer who said that the increasing macroeconomic uncertainty over the course of the first quarter resulted in a material lengthening of sales cycles and significant back end weighting of linearity. So Cloudflare is going to be a down for me. Now let's move on over to semiconductor company Intel. Okay, I'm going with down and this is with Intel reporting its largest quarterly loss ever. So it's a 133% drop in earnings per share. Mm. So it's a loss per share and revenue also down 36% year on year. So this is a bit of a double whammy and I think Intel just suffering from the demand slump. Yep. And I guess uh, it's going to be quite a tough one to get off. Oh man, yes. This is actually marking the its fifth consecutive quarter of falling sales for the semiconductor giant and second consecutive quarter of losses. And like you've mentioned, the largest quarterly loss of all time, beating out the fourth quarter in 2017 when it lost $687 million. Okay, Intel is going to be a down for me as well. Let's move on to the next one. Mark Zuckerberg's fortune. Okay, that is an up for Zuckerberg despite all the negative news around layoffs and Facebook cutting jobs. Mm. His fortune is up by $10 billion. Wow. And Meta, those share prices are a big factor and that is being lifted by the recent better than expected first quarter earnings. So he sees his wealth up in response to some of that share price increase. So his fortune now at $87.3 billion. He moves up one place in the Bloomberg Billionaires Index. He's number 12 now. What do you do with that much money, Ryan? I will not need to think that much about what to do with money. Just spend it. It's, it's going it's to be pretty stressful to spend. I mean, 
$87.3 billion, boosting him up to Bloomberg Billionaire's Index to 12th place. It's a lot of money to think, think about. at some point, you become so rich, you stop counting, right? Yeah, I think it, uh, even if you lose $1 million, it's like... It wouldn't even pinch. But anyways, let's move on to the, over to the next one on the list. We've got construction giant Caterpillar. All right, so these are the guys who make the equipment for you know, excavators, mm. anything you see on a construction site. So it's a barometer of sorts for industrial activity. And I guess it's good news. It's up for Caterpillar. Yeah. Because machine demand is up and profit is up for Caterpillar. Yes, they were seeing healthy demand during its first quarter. And sales volume of construction equipment in North America rose as dealers boosted the inventories of machines as well. So some good news for Caterpillar. It's going to be an up for me. Let's move on over to the EV giant, BYD. All right, that's an up for me. BYD's been making some strides in the EV space and its first quarter profit is up five times. So it is just getting market share and uh, making a good, taking a good footing in the EV space in China. Right. And yes, and also earlier this week, you know, the Shenzhen-based company, in, it's backed by Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway. They outsold Volkswagen branded cars in the first quarter of this year. And, you know, this is certainly some good news for them. And they've joined also many other Chinese brands in a price war that was started by Tesla. So in this space, it looks like they're gaining a lot of market share. So certainly going to be an up for me as well, BYD. Now let's move on over to... Somewhere a little bit more local, Maple Tree Industrial Trust. All right, let's take a look at MIT, and that is going to be a down for me. Hmm. And this is with DPU lower for the FY 2022-2023 because of an enlarged unit base. So on that front, you've got, I guess, uh, DPU or distributable income in the quarter down 3.5%, uh, partly due to higher borrowing costs. So all in, DPU is going to be not as good as before. Yes, like many REITs has been suffering, you know, the higher net property income was offset by higher borrowing costs as well as manager's fees. So this is definitely going to be a down for me as well. Last on the list, we've got Maple Tree Pan Asia Commercial Trust. Okay, so another property play. Uh, This time, it is also down 2.25 cents. Mm. That is the latest DPU. And that's down 17.3% from the prior quarter, or prior year, excuse me. So this is a quite a similar story to MIT, net property income down. And you also have some pressure from higher finance costs. But it's going to be quite interesting to see if um, they will benefit from the recent ABSD cooling measures that were just announced because mm. there might be flows from residential to commercial because of the um, higher stamp duties. Yeah, impact is going to be down for me as well, at least for now, because we're also going to be looking at how the US Fed is going to be approaching their interest rate hike as well next week. So, mm, wonderful. Thank you so much for that in-depth breakdown, Ryan. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.